children, we have to learn how to um, apply the, the God teaching in life. Uh, when, uh, last week, I heard a story about God teaching. And that is a, a, a meaning of God. But it's a, it comes from a mom to teach uh, his son about racism. Racism. Racism, yeah. Yeah, a white uh, lady and his uh, five-year-old son uh, uh, going to the airport and they, they took a taxi cab. And the, the taxi driver was a, a, a black man. And the five-year-old boy asked his mom, this driver's uh, skin is uh, black. Is it because he's uh, sinful that uh, God uh, punished him? And the mom told him, no. God, that, uh, his uh, skin is black because uh, God created him like that. Like uh, in our garden, we have uh, so many different kind of flower. Some flower is uh, white, some flowers are red, and some flowers are yellow, and some black too. That is because uh, God created do you understand? And the boy, five years old boy said, yeah, I understand. Thank mom. And the taxi driver uh, turned back to the mom and said, I thank you, you too. I thank you. Because uh, you had uh, have a good lesson to your son. Thank you very much. And then when they arrived to the airport, yeah, when the, the lady tried to pay for the fee for the taxi driver, and the taxi driver said, no, I, I don't uh, take it. I owe you more than I, yeah, I, I than that, more than that, because you have a, Release my mind. For the long time, I have uh, the uh, worry and uh, obsession that uh, people treat me too bad. But now I understand you release my anger. And the story is so we can find some good thing in the story that when we teach the children something good, it will stay in their mind and it created the peace in the world. And we can follow the teaching of God, love each other as yourself. That's the thing I want to share with you about uh, the, the, the commandment for loving. That's the story. Amen. Amen.
Amen. Thank you, Grandpa. Yeah, racism. Amen. Thank you, Grandpa. Racism is one of those things that uh, because of sin. We 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 see people through our own eyes, through our own discrimination, through our own hate. And all that is rooted in sin. And so, you know, uh, part of the process of God is to transform us so that we are no longer racist, that we're no longer hateful, we are no longer judgmental. Amen. And believe me, we are judgmental. The, none of us here are saints, okay? If you think that you're a saint, then then you're the, you're a liar. You know? None of us here are saints. But this is why we're here is for God to purge, you know, those evil things from our lives because it's those things that that is that work in our life that is creating problems in society. You know that? You know, they say it takes a to tangle, right? Why don't I see Christian on the street loving their, their black brothers and sisters? Why not? Why, why should we have to fight them? Our black brothers and sisters are not the enemy, right? But it's the, the enemy is our flesh. And um, we, we like to sow division. God, the devil will like will flesh to, to, um, to create division in society, right? You know, uh, my skin color is no greater than yours, and, and, and the black skin color is no greater than anyone. And, and we need to know that God loves us the same, right? But there, there are preachers out there, Christian preachers, that, that promote a lot of division. Um, I don't know how, where the gospel is, but I'm going to tell you, we need to walk by love, not by hate. And you know, Grandpa just said something that's powerful in, in John chapter 15, verse 15. No greater love has, greater love has one than this, than to lay down your life, my life, for his friend. Okay, if you want to demonstrate love, okay. Lay down your life for your black, black brothers who's, um, you know, going through things, right? You know, um, you know I, I've been in uh, this church, uh, Cross Point, for, I don't know, 20 plus years. And, and uh, I meet them almost every Sunday. And uh, I, one time I told my, my pastor that, you know, half of me is black. I, I, I think, you know, for 20 years, 50 52 weeks in a year, I've seen these people, right? And so I've, uh, I think part of me is very black. I, I can, you know, I can differentiate between a Sudanese and a Nigerian, uh, Ethiopian versus, uh, you know, Burundian. Uh, you know, I, I can differentiate that, right? So in any case, God has an answer to the problem that lies in society. And, and we are part of that answer. We are part of that solution. And we are part of that army as well. So we need to be an army of love, uh, of support, and, and um, 
to, to those around us who are suffering and going through things. Um, and, um, you know, you, you, those, who, those of you who know us, we are a support to you, right? Yes. No, I, yeah. you could be black, I don't care. You know, we're gonna be there for you, okay? That's how it should be. Mm -hmm. right? <laughs> Amen, thank you. <laughs> a child of God. You know, you are worth it. You know that you are worth it. You know, people may not see you as worth it. And sometimes, you know, your the worst enemy is yourself. Sometimes, you, you know, you look at yourself and you say, I'm no good. Nobody loves me. And, uh, you know, you know, what is my life? It's nothing. Right. And that is very dangerous. That is, is very wrong place to be because so many people lose their life because they have this thought in their mind, in their heart that, that they're no good to anyone. Right. Uh, somebody came along and said, you're no good. You're a piece of trash. You know, the devil put those things in our minds. But you know what? God demonstrated his love toward us while we were sinners. That Christ should die on the cross for you and me. Jesus died on the cross for you and me. Right? You know, we didn't know Jesus, but he knew us. I'm going to tell you that. On the cross, 20... 21 years ago, when he died and hung on that cross, before he gave up the very last breath, he, he thought about you. He thought about you, Dana. He thought about you, Jessica, and Antu. You know, because you know, in God, there, there is no time. You know, yesterday was like today. A thousand years ago is like one day. Okay, so in God, it, it, it's, it's as if it just happened yesterday. You know, I had this experience, um, you know, uh, 23 years ago, 1990, no, 24 years ago, oh my gosh, 1997, January 1st, okay, January 1st, 1997, somebody told me about Jesus. And that day, I said, I, I don't understand a whole lot of what you're saying to me about Jesus. This is probably what you're thinking right now. You know, Joe, sometimes he makes sense. Sometimes he doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. But I was the same. I was the same. And uh, they told me about Jesus. I thought I knew Jesus. And, you know, the thing that they told me about Jesus, I have no idea. But they asked me if I want to receive Jesus to be in my heart and in my life. And so 24 years ago, I gave my heart to Jesus, right? And, um, you know, I said, you know, if, if Jesus is real, I want to know him because for me, it's pointless to know this Jesus and, and he's not real, right? What's the point of, of, of believing in God and not realizing that it's not real. I mean, it's just, I don't want to play religion. And so I, I don't want God to be just, you know, a made up God for you. I want to be God for you to be real and that you would 
experience him and tangibly. And so just, just know that, um, just trust that he's real. And you know, day by day, year by year, you're gonna discover his mercy, his kindness, his goodness in your life. So just be patient with God. You know, uh, 24 years, it's been a long time. Um, but the point I want to say is, you know, when, when I received Jesus in my heart, um, I had this vision of him on the cross. And I was looking at me through his eyes. Okay. So, you know, I could see Jesus hung on the cross. And Jesus was looking down at the cross. And it was a very somber day. And I can see myself at the foot of the cross. But then, you know, I can see Jesus on hanging, hanging on the cross. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? He doesn't deserve to be up there. I deserve to be up there because of the person that I am. You know, I, I'm a sinner and I've done many wrong things. I've done wrong things. And, and, and for him to be judged, it doesn't look right. I should be up there. But you know, he loved me so much. He died for me because no one can, can be on that cross except him. You know, I'm not a perfect person, but he is a perfect person. So he was the right sacrifice for me. And he is the right sacrifice for you. So his death Amen. is sufficient. Amen. So Amen. for me, that experience was very real. Yeah, yeah. That was like, a, it was very real. It, it changes me. I, I was never the same. I was, I was undone by, by his forgiveness, right? So, you know, you are forgiven today. So you can go forward. Forgiven so you can go forward. Amen? Amen. Amen. Um, Gentry, do you have anything you want to share, comment? And Jeff Ling, do you have any comments? Yeah, thank you, um, Joe, for sharing your, some of your personal experience. I think that all of us uh, have um, gone through, many of us have gone through that experience. And then the, the, the beauty of that is that every one of us who comes to the Lord, to Jesus, will, will have that experience very personal in a very intimate level with him. Mm -hmm. um, so um, that's great. Uh, I think that's um, it's good to look back so that we can look forward. There's, uh, there's no future without the past. We can't, uh, we can't really try to move on without knowing where we come from. So for me, um, I think that's... Um, that way we won't know how great one will be if do that what happened i think just the internet is breaking up okay 
Can you hear better now? Yep, yep. Yep. So um, here's something that um, God has put, been putting in my, my heart from Jeremiah 23, 22 and 23. The word of God from um, when God says that, uh, I just um, read a couple of select uh, words here. Uh, from uh, Jeremiah 22, verse 22. Just as I have brought all this great calamity on these people, so I will bring on them all the good that I have promised them. The one thing we, must, we need to remember and, uh, and understand that sometimes it's not God, that God brings or like, 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 brings calamity on it. But God sometimes allows it, us to go through it. As in, 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 in Isaiah 43, God said that when you go through the world, I go with you. When you go through the fire, I go with you. The water will not overflow. The fire will not. The flame will not scorch you. But I go, but he goes through in order for us to back and see how much he has helped us, how much he has loved us, and how much he has brought us out from him. Now, um, sometimes I listen in the past, I, uh, I used to listen to Zig Ziglar or Jim Brown, uh, two of the very great inspirational speakers in the US history. He, um, and there's one thing that they um, that I think that uh, gets uh, my attention is that he said that the destination where you get to is not as important as the person you become at the destination. When you get there through all the experiences that you had with the Lord during the time of travel, during the time. Now, 2020 was difficult, no doubt about it, for many of us. The separation, the anxiety of separation, uh, the shadow of death was looming over us since no one of us knew what this virus was about, how to deal with that. And what we hear, all we hear the news around us, how many thousand people got like test positive, how many people died from that, and when it was always... Sometimes we thought, when is my turn? There was certainly a fear. And then plus all the other things in our lives that otherwise went wrong. We made, we made one stupid decision after another. One thing went wrong after another. On top of that pandemic. I don't think for myself that I want to forget the 2020. For me, that is the mark. For me to know how much God has loved me and how much he has brought me out there, how much stronger I am today than a year ago. And so, and then after all of this, when we go further to Jeremiah 33, verse 3, after God has brought us through this calamity, this troubles, all of this dark days, he said, now you are going to call on me, and I will answer you. If we, if we did not go through difficulties, if we did not go through the dark days, we wouldn't know 
how much indeed we need God. We want to humble ourselves before Him. Our heart will still be as stiff as hard as it before. Do you get that? And now, how do uh, how do we get through all of that? I mean, how does God get us through all of that? Mm-hmm. Jesus physically is not here on earth with us today. Yet he promised that I will not leave you alone. You are not orphans. In you are, I am always with you. How is that Jesus with us? How has he been with us? And how is he with us today? He said, I will pray the Father and he will send you another helper. This helper, the advocate, the helper, he is the Holy Spirit. He will abide in you forever. He will dwell dwell with you and he will be with you. Mm -hmm. So for us, every one of us today, as we continue from today on to be in God, to be in Jesus, this one way, one answer, mm-hmm. is that to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to to ask Him, God, here I am. You brought me this far. Yeah. Take over me. Mm-hmm. Take over. Take over. It's not me. Because God said also, it is not by your work that you are saved. None of us got saved, like Joe said, by the goodness of our work, because all have sinned, mm-hmm. fallen short of the grace of God. But it is because of his mercy that we are saved. It is because of his grace that we are saved. So now, as we understand that, as we are able to humble ourselves before God, we can surrender ourselves once again to Jesus and to, and then said, Holy Spirit, take me on. I surrender. I give you all. I give you all as a song sang earlier. I give you all and take me from here until my eyes can can see your glory in fullness. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I um, I thought I would like to. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Thank you, Angelina. You. you know, it's just basically like this. Will you allow God to hold your hand? And walk with you, right? Sometimes we don't like to walk, walk in the street holding hands. You know, uh, you get self-conscious about that, right? But you know what? Allow God to hold your hand and, and reach your hand out to hold God. That's all it's, what it's about. Because you know what? If you go to 2020 and you're afraid you are, and you are depressed and upset because... You know, you're under lockdown because you cannot, you lost your job because you, um, you know, you were infected. You know, there's so many things that happened, uh, so many bad things that happened in 2020 uh, that uh, gives you a lot of reason to be bitter, to be angry, to be upset, right? But, you know, God, you know, there, there are some people that hung on to God no matter what. And you know what? God helped them through that without, without them being bitter, without them losing their peace and joy. 
And that's what, what God wants to do. And that's what God, what Lynn was trying to share with us is, is hold God's hand. We're going for a ride. You know, 20, 2020 was a rough ride. I don't know, maybe 2021 might be the same. You never know, right? But hang on to God because it's going to be a rough ride, everybody. It's going to be a rough ride. But you know what? If God is in the driver's seat, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay for you and your family. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Um, and so I just want to start off 2021 with, uh, with a word from God. And I'll quickly read it for you, okay? Because um, we want to declare something for 2021, okay? You, you know, you got to look at... You know, the, 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 the clock that's ticking. Um, you know, there are seasons in our life uh, that are changing. And uh, when the clock turns over to 2021, it's like a new chapter. It's like a new season. Amen. And God wants to write a new thing in your life. He's want to do a new thing. So 2021, God is going to... God has this to say to you personally. Amen? Amen. So, Amen. Um, Amen. Isaiah, 42, Isaiah 42, verse 9. God says this to you personally. Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Okay? The former things have come to pass. New things I declare. And I'm going to tell you what those new things are. Isaiah 43, verse 18 to 21. I'll give you a little bit moment to look there. And most of, some of you heard that before but you know what it's always me. Isaiah 43 verse 18 do we do not remember the former thing nor consider things of old behold I will do a new thing now it shall spring forth shall you not know it I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field will honor me, the jackals and ostriches, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. To give drink to my people, my chosen this people I have formed for myself, they shall declare my praise. So God is speaking to you and me today. You know that? He's speaking to you and me today through Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah. So the first thing he says is, do not Remember the former things. 
do not remember the former things. Okay, so when you're sitting in your living room and you find your mind going, your mind is starting to flutter. It starts to think, okay? You know, oh, you know how good it was last year and before. And, you know, my life used to be so good. You know, uh, I hang out with a bunch of people. We did a lot of fun things. And, you know, your mind think about those things, okay? Your mind also like to think about your night conversation, how you had an argument, how you had a fight with your boyfriend, your, your spouse, your girlfriend, your children, your mom and your dad, right? God says, don't remember those things anymore, okay? Sometimes your mind think about the things that you've done this past year, you know, the, the dumb mistakes. Okay, and, and, and you're killing yourself because of those stupid things. Okay, the thought of guilt that, that, you know, that you knew that you did this, and it was your fault. Or maybe it was not your fault, but somebody did. And so you want to find blame about that. Okay, so this mind of yours is living in yesterday. It's living in yesterday's pain. It's living in yesterday's failure, okay? It's also living in yesterday's glory. Not just pain, not just failure, but glory as well. You're thinking how, how amazing it was 10 years ago, how amazing it was where your life was, you know, amazing. God says none of that matter. In Philippians, it says, forget those things that are behind and look forward to what lies ahead. Hello? Mm -hmm. God is telling you to look forward to the things that lie ahead. Don't look backward. Who here drives a car? Anybody drives a no, car? Normally I do, not lately. <laughs> okay. You understand, Jessica? But do you ever drive your car looking in the rear view mirror? Only for a very brief second and then I look forward. <laughs> That's right. Nobody drives forward looking backward. Okay? No. Because True. You're, you would be asking for trouble. Okay? You know, even, even about the, the, the strategies and the things that, that you've done in the past. You know what? Let's try something new. Let's do a new thing. Allow God to do a new thing in you, okay? Because the things that you have done in the past, how's that working out for you? Not so good. That's right. You're, you know what? You're allowed to do dumb things, but you're not allowed to do dumb things over and over and over. That is insanity. Yeah. Because yes. The, the, the definition of insanity is doing things the same thing over and over. the same and thing over. over and over, expecting different results. Amen. That's right. <laughs> so don't be insane. God doesn't want you to be insane, okay? Yeah. So stop doing the things that you've done before and do a new thing. And you know what's new? God. Yeah. You know, God is new every day. Amen. You know, David says his new his mercies are new every day, and this is just his mercy. Okay, we haven't thought talked about God's love, God's wisdom, 
God's glory. Those are new. You haven't seen God. There's a facet of God that you have not seen yet in your life, but you will discover, Jessica. You will discover the goodness of God every day. Allow the way I look at it, it's a self-driving car. I'm going to get in a self-driving car and let God direct me. <laughs> God can be the drive the car. Jesus, take the wheel, right? Amen? That's right. So God is saying, don't consider the things of old anymore, okay? So get rid of your old clothing, you know, the, the clothing of, of, um, of uh, anger, the, the old clothing of being judgmental. Okay, you know, we've been guilty of judging one another, don't we? We judge our, yes. our husband, our wives, we judge our children, we, we judge the conduct of our pastor. You know, uh, he's supposed to be holy, and yet, you know, he's watching, you know, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I won't go more than that. But, but you know what? You know, shed your, your old clothing that is stinky. The things that are uh, not glorifying to God. Okay? Get rid of, of nastiness. Get, you know, change the way we talk. Because a lot of times we judge people by the way we talk. Yes. Okay? You know, you may not see that we're judging people, but it's the way we talk. We like to compare, right? Yes. You know, um, you know, I. We don't do that. We don't judge. Okay. And you know, we don't compare. You know, women. They. They. Um, one of the worst quality about. And I'm just gonna be honest with you. Is um, you like to compare. You know. Um, you know she. Oh, she has a nice purse. Right. Oh, she wears his shoes and stuff like that. You know, stop doing stuff like that. That's not right, right? And and the thing about men, you know, the, the worst things about us men is that sometimes we're too stubborn. We don't want to listen to to our wives. We we just want to do things our own way. We, you know, I I struggle as a husband uh, when I was younger. With my wife, um, you know, right beside me in my car, telling me where to turn, uh, it was a struggle, you know. So by the grace of God, I'm I'm okay now. <laughs> but you know, in those days, navigate the, the road of uh, Los Angeles or or San Diego, listening to my wife give direction was like, you know, it was difficult. It was painful. Okay, but we're, we're very stubborn uh, as men and we don't want to ask for direction. We don't want to ask for help. <laughs> it's okay to ask for help, you know. Uh, so, you know, we, we have a lot of, get rid of those mindsets. It's okay to ask for your wife for help, okay. And it's okay to admit that you're wrong. And men, we, we, we don't like to admit that we're wrong. We always think that we are right. Hey, Grandpa, you could, you could identify, right? You know? Yeah, we have to use a GPS. But... <laughs> well, that was the grace of God because he knew that, you know, uh, women giving direction is responsible for a lot of divorces. So he had to invent a GPS. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. 
The good GPS is a God teaching. God's positional system. Amen. God's positional system, GPS. And I think I have one. Yeah. Anyway, you know, take time for yourself today to look at the things that are old. Okay. Take an inventory of your life and say what's old and what's not old. Okay. And God is saying, throw out the old thing, the, the, the old way of thinking. Okay. The way that, that, that you think, you know, how hard you, you are on yourself and how hard you are on, your, on other people and on your children, throw it out. Okay. Start thinking something new because, you know, you don't want to be insane about it. Right. A lot of us are going insane now because we're doing the same thing over and over. So start thinking new things for, for your life, for your family. Um, you know, forget the, the, the fun things. The, uh, you know, you know sometimes I, I listen and I talk to these people. They always talk about the fun times when they're young. Why can't you have fun when you're older? Okay. Yeah. You know, what is wrong with you? Right. And so, you know, they, they always say, oh, are you doing this and that? But you know what? You need to have the time of your life. Yeah, like that's not acceptable to be like, no, that was you were only supposed to have fun when you were a kid. Uh, no way. No way. I'm not allowing that. No, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Right? Yes. I mean, me, me and my wife, we... We walk on, on, on the frozen lake here, and that was a new thing for us, and it was fun. For us, it was very fun. Right? You that's, know, uh, that's so fun. nothing glorious. You know, it's not like we're, you know, uh, I don't know. For some people, it's like getting drunk to have fun, right? You got to drink to have fun. That's the way of the, of the world, right? But you can have fun just walking in the snow and build, you know, igloos. Yeah. Yeah. Be a child again. Don't don't be an adult. Adults are boring. Okay. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yesterday as a, as a family, we, we sat around playing a game called uh, Katen. It's not Satan. It's Katen. Okay. C A T A N. You know, we sat for two hours playing this game on, on world domination. I had a lot of fun. The kids have fun. Um, so, you know, um, be a kid again. You, you don't have to be an adult all the time. Okay? Especially not uh, being an old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, know, you can have fun too, you know? Uh, um, you know, get rid of the old things, you know, a habit, what are bad habits that you have, okay? And, and I know some of you have habits, not saying you, but not me too, you know? I, I like to be on my phone a lot, and that's a bad habit, right? Especially when uh, we're eating supper and I have my phone on, my wife looks at me and, uh, you know, that one look, I'm like, okay, get rid of it. <laughs> give her the attention that that she wants right you know you're eating supper and, and supper is a, a holy event 
And so, you know, uh, if you want to work on your relationship, throw out your phone. And especially when your wife yeah. is around, okay? When your wife is around, <laughs> get rid of the phone. <laughs> anyway, those are bad habits, right? Um, you know, uh, ask God to show you what those bad habits are because he will tell you. I, I don't want to be a father to you and say, get rid of this because that's too patronizing. You are an adult and I respect you. But um, I, I do expect you to engage God and ask him, you know, the things that are, you know, I used to have, you know, wake up in the morning, I just leave my bed the way it is and a messy bed, right? But you know what? Since I started doing, you know, uh, making up my bed after I get up, you know what? It's amazing what it does to your relationship with your wife. Your wife suddenly became like very nice to you. Like, I wonder why. You know? But that's just as simple as making my bed. You know, I, I understood that a messy bedroom was, she, she didn't like it, right? So, you know, um, I just learned to, you know what? If I'm going to do anything productive today, I'm going to start with making my own bed. If I'm going to change the world out there, make it uh, in order for Jesus, you know, put order into the world, into society. Well, I got to put order into my own life first. For those people that protest on the street, you know, how many of those left their house with, uh, uh, you know, uh, order bedrooms? You know, you can tell a lot of person about a person by by the way, uh, by their house, by their bedroom, right? You can't change the world if you have an unorganized bedroom. An unorganized person cannot organize the world. That's not possible. I guess that's my first task of the year is clean my bedroom. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I didn't see your bedroom for a second, so I wouldn't know. No. I'm not I know. You, I'm sure the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, right? A messy person cannot I function way better with a clean with clean. I just function better. I it's, yeah. it's just true. Right? But you know, you, if you're messy, how can you change the world? No, I get yeah. what you mean. Yeah, you know, if you're dirty, how can you tell the world that, that they need to clean up their act? That's hip. Hypocrisy, hypocrisy. Yeah. It's just yeah. wrong, right? But you know what? I love the world. God loves the world. And God wants to change the world. But you know what? I, I got to let God change me first, right? So God is saying, behold, I will do a new thing. So this, you know, God's way is not new, but it is to me, to you, it is new. Yeah. Okay. And he has a way to restore your marriage and make it new. You can be a new husband by Friday and you can be a new wife by Saturday and you can have new children by Sunday. Amen. 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 God can do it. Amen. You know, wouldn't it be so glorious if it happened like that? But I'm Amen. I, I am not the same husband I am today, you know, um, by myself. I, I needed God's help. I had to change, right? And my wife, she's not the wife that, she's not the, the, the Friday wife that I used to have. But you know what? She is a brand spanking new wife because of God. You know, I, I didn't have, we don't 
I, you know, I don't have to say too much anymore because I know that God is speaking to her. And I know yeah. that God is speaking to me. That's how it works in my house somewhat as well. And it's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. it's coming, you know. You know, yeah, um, it's amazing. You can ex you you can expect God to change a lot of people, but put that expectation on yourself first. Yeah. You know? yeah. You know, so many people pray that oh God changed my husband, changed my wife, changed my children, make him godly. But no, let's start with you. Okay. Start with you first. Let let God change you first. And then God will change those people around you. You'll be amazed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has new plans and purpose. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts of the things toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not evil. To give you a future and a hope. That's 2021 for you guys. A future and a hope. All right. Yeah. People Amen. That approach, people that approach 2021 without a future, without hope, they want to cancel. They want to, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to go forward. Okay. But that's not your portion. God say, no, not with my children, not with my daughters. You're going forward because I'm going to give you a future and a hope. Amen. Yes. Ecclesiastes. Chapter 3, verse 11, God says this. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts, except no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. So God is saying, you know what? He will make things beautiful in his time. Everybody say his time. His time. His time. Not not your time. I'm sorry. I wish it was yeah. I wish it was today. It was right now. Okay. Uh -huh. God can do all that. But ask yourself this: why is there a reason for me to wait this long? Why is it taking this long for me to get my result? To, to get the answer to my prayer? Because in the waiting, God is changing you. In the difficulty and the challenges of waiting on God to answer your prayers, God is changing you. God is building your faith. Okay, He's uh, He's creating that righteous fruit of patience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, in the First Corinthians, this is what Paul says, chapter two, verse nine. Eyes have not seen, nor ear have heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Do you hear that? Eyes have not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Okay? God is preparing something for you but you have not seen it yet you have not heard it of it yet it's not even conceived in your heart but you know what god is doing something amazing there is something amazing god has for you okay 
And all he's doing right now is to cultivate your Thank God it's soon. Amen. Amen. And the third, thing, the third thing that God says is a road in the wilderness. I will make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Okay. So if you're thinking about a wilderness, a wilderness is place of dryness, a place of barrenness. Nothing grow there. Okay. The wilderness is the place of no direction. If you're there, you're going to be lost. Okay. But God is saying, you know what? I will make a road in your wilderness. See, whatever that wilderness that you're going through right now, what is your wilderness? The wilderness right now is you have no joy. Joy has been stolen from you. You have no fun, no laughter. It's all stolen from you. The devil had came and steal it from you, right? But God is making a road to bring back your joy, your fun, and your laughter. Okay? It's going to come back. And God says, I'm going to build that road. Okay? So, you know, when people look at you, hang around you, they're going to have fun. They're not going to be, you know, sucking lemon. Yeah. Amen. Man, the wilderness that. is a place of barrenness. Okay? Nothing grows there except cactus. Okay. Okay. I think it reminded me of Venus cactus. You had a cactus, right? Nothing except prickly things grow in the wilderness. Okay. So God is saying that, you know what? In the middle of the wilderness, I'm going to grow things that are extraordinary. Grapes, pomegranates, fruit that normally does not grow in the wilderness. Okay, so in your life, in those areas of your life where there's no productivity, where there's nothing growing, nothing successful, nothing comes out. It's kind of like Dana, and you know, you, you're doing all the, you know, you're, you're sometimes you're not producing the paintings you want to paint, right? Yes. Uh, you know, yeah. the business owner sales are not what you're expecting to be. It's barren. Okay, uh, you know, the way you raise your children, it's not going in the right direction you want it to go. Right? But that's not good that become, then you become lazy and, um, you know, I can't be too hard on myself because I literally, I can't even hardly sit up. But at the same time, I need to be hard on myself, or, you know, like. You don't need to be hard on yourself, Dana, because God is going to do it. He's going to make that road happen. Okay. He yeah. is going to make a road of barrenness. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You will be fruitful, Dana. Yes. Okay? Amen. And I'm not just talking about paintings. I'm talking about spiritual things. Yeah. Okay? The spiritual fruit of righteousness. That means that you can do things right in God's eyes. You want to become a God pleaser rather than a man pleaser. 
You're going to be patient. You're going to be joyful. You're going to be loving and kind. And, and you're going to be all those beautiful things. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Amen. Wait. A place of no direction. But you know what? When there's a road there, there is direction. Yeah. Amen. Right? If there's a road, there's direction. Right? Yeah. So you can be on that road and you know where you're going. So this year, 2021, God is giving you a pathway. He's creating a roadmap for you. Okay. Yeah. The important thing is you need to follow it. Okay. There's no sidetracking here, no shortcuts. There's no. no. Okay. It's like, you know, um, like I said last week, if you're going to go into the boxing ring with Muhammad Ali. Like full fled. If you're going to go into the boxing ring with Muhammad Ali, you better have a roadmap because he's going to beat the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there is a roadmap for you and for me this 2021. Amen? And this is the growth. Amen. Amen. But that path, is going to lead to path into uh, peace and a hope and a future. Amen? Amen. And you know what? Amen. On the road, it's not going to be dry either. It's, there's going to be rivers in the desert. You're going to be satisfied. Okay? You know, a lot of time when we're on a journey, uh, a long journey, um, we're going to get dry. We're going to have moments of dryness. But God says, no. I'm going to make rivers in the desert for you to drink. Okay, so you'll be satisfied. You'll not be dry. And you know what? You're going to drink of that river. And uh, we talk about the cup of suffering. That's one of the, the things that God is doing in our life is he's giving you something to drink. And once you drink it, something amazing is happening. I can't explain what's inside that drink, but I'm going to tell you that that cup that you're drinking from the river of God, it's, it's making you, it's doing something inside of you, okay? So I, I think I, I spoke a lot um, before we um, finish. I'm sorry to be taking a little bit long with you today. Um, I want to say, uh, I want us to take this time to do communion, okay? Um, um, Joe, Joe, I have a piece of bread and some water, is that okay? That's perfect, because God turns water into wine. We're going to oh. have wine today. Okay, I'll be right So if you got a minute, go grab uh, uh, your water and your bread, okay? Go, go grab your water and bread. I'll give you a minute. Do you have it I already? Yeah, you already have it already. Okay. And come and chunk the delay bang me. That grandpa. Yeah. Okay. I'm here too. Dana, we can't see you anymore. Okay. Uh one sec. Due to your camera. Yeah, we want to hear please, Dana. There we go. All right. I even have grape juice. There, yay, there's Dana. <laughs> okay, we're going to do it. So, uh, this is going to be for us for this communion. 
First Corinthians 11, chapter 11, 326. Paul says this, I received from the Lord. Okay, sorry. I'm just going to wait for Papa to show up. Sorry. <laughs> look, look what I have today. I got two cups. See, you're prepared. No, I mean, I, I got this cup down here first, and then my wife bring me the second cup. You know, uh -huh. in, in the spirit, it means double portion. Okay. There you go. <laughs> double blessing. Cheers double to that, blessing. Joe. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cheers to that. <laughs> Are you ready? That's cool. Amen. All right. First Corinthians 11, chapter, chapter 11, verse 23, 26. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread and when he had given thanks, broke it and said, take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. All right. So if you want to take this time, you can just eat it, okay? Okay. All right. Amen. Amen. You know, we, we eat this bread not to be full, but we eat this bread so we remember what Jesus did for us on the cross. Yeah. They broke they broke Jesus. Um, they beat him. You know, he, uh, he took our suffering upon him. Isaiah 53. Okay. He was beaten for us. And so um, his body was broken so that his brokenness becomes our wholeness. Does that make sense to you? Yes. He was broken, so you're not broken anymore. Your brokenness becomes healed, whole. Your life will be whole because of his brokenness. It's very important. You know, we were a broken people before. God knows that. We have broken relationships, broken bodies. Our bodies are, are sick, Yeah. right? But he came and paid the price for that so that we can be whole, about can be whole, and our relationship with one another, relationship with God the Father will be restored, not broken. Relationship with husband and wife, children, fathers to the mothers. Okay? Fathers, fathers to the children. Okay? Restore. Restore. 
So that's when we eat of that bread, we remember his brokenness for our healing. For our healing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the same manner, he also took Hallelujah. He also took the cup after supper, saying, This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. In my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Okay. So as you're drinking the cup, remember that he had to bleed for us. Okay, on the cross, he was bleeding. And not only was he bleeding, his blood washes out sin as white as snow. Number one. Okay. Number Amen. two, it created a new covenant. Okay. A covenant is an agreement between God and you that one, you are forgiven. Number two, that you are his child. That he will never leave you with you. That he is with you, Dana and Jessica and unto. Amen. Okay. From this day forward, you are takers of the covenant. Okay. You don't have to perform to be accepted. Okay. You don't have to perform to be a good Joe, or a good Jessica, you don't have to, okay? Because he's done it for you already. Your performance in God will be good for you and your family, but before God, it's already been done. It's been, per, it's been done, paid for, for by Jesus, right? Our obedience to Christ our obedience to God, his word, and his commandment, it's for our own good. It's for our own family, and it's for the plan and purpose of God in your life. Amen. You're not doing it to earn God's salvation, to earn your righteousness. You're doing it because you love God and you understand that Amen. You know, he has loved you first. And by being obedient, loving God back is your only way. One of the few things that you do to love God back is to obey his commandments. Grandpa, you said that in John chapter 15, right? Yeah. Yeah, to obey. So when we drink of this, we drink of the new covenant. Okay. So you, your performance to earn God's acceptance is not needed. You just need to drink of it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Cheers. <coughs> Cheers. <coughs> Cheers. <laughs> as, I, as I said last week, you know, God's cup, he should drink it daily. Okay? The blood that was shed from him became our salvation. Okay, but for us, we need to drink this daily. This is where we find strength and wisdom. And this is a cup of suffering, but it is our cup of blessing. 
I don't know if you know if you understand, but one day I hope you understand that you too need to drink of this cup, and 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 that this cup is not my way, not my will, but God's way and God's will. I'm going to do it God's will and God's way. Okay, we need to do it daily and see how this cup will transform your life. You are new covenant people. You're not old covenant people, okay? God will do what he needs to do in your life, but you got to drink this cup every day. Amen. Jesus said for you to drink it and remember him because he suffered. He had to drink this cup as well. And so we need to drink this cup every day. Amen. 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 Thank you for following me and still hanging in there. But I know oh, that thank 20, you, Joe. 2021 will be amazing for you. You're going to have breakthrough. You're going to be um, Amen. whatever that you needed and desire, God will meet it. Okay. Yeah. But let him do it. Don't do it on your own. Okay, not on your Amen. own. Allow God to work through you. Amen. And you know Amen. what? I have you guys, as my brother and sister, and I have great hope and expectation for God to do a mighty work in your life. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you know, Dana, pray for Dana, guys, because um, she's she's got a, an appointment, a date with a surgeon. Um, in, um, in a few weeks. Okay. Uh -huh. in, in 10 days. So pray for her. Okay. We're going to stand with you, Dana. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yes. To restore you. Amen. Yeah. And, uh, and, and of course we continue to pray for Jessica and her children, um, and, and her plans as well. Um, Aliyah, I'm, I'm still blessed to have you uh, with us, and um, you know we love you, and we are standing uh, with you. Love you too, thank you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So you're not alone, Aliyah. Okay. Um, you know I encourage you guys to reach out to Aliyah when you have a chance. Um, you know, and and you know, be a friend to to one another. Okay, because it's not easy to make it alone in this life. Um, and, um, you know, we got to pray for Tong. We haven't seen Tong on the, on the broadcast here. He's sick. Can we pray for him? Yeah, he's sick as well. So we're going to pray for him. So let okay. me close and I'm going to pray for everyone. Okay. Let's, yeah. uh, let's close our eyes and be in agreement with God and be in agreement with, with his word and in his prayer, Father God. So, Father God, we just thank you, Lord, right now that you remember us. You remember our trials and, and tribulation. You remember our afflictions and suffering, Father God. So, I thank you, Lord, that you make a way where there is no way. And you give hope where there is no hope, Father God. You make rivers in the desert. You make road in the wilderness. And so, Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for the the miracles and the that are coming by your hands, Father God. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, Father God. And right now, we thank you, Lord, that the healing power is upon uh, and Tom, Tom, 
Lord, let, let him be healed, Father God. Let his body come into agreement, Lord, with your perfect will. And that your perfect will is right now to be healed and be strong. And I pray that for Dana as well, Lord, that, that um, her body, Father God, would come into alignment with your perfect will. That, that her spines and all the tissues, Father God, would be reconnected, be restored, be healed, be healed in Jesus' mighty name. And Father God, we thank you, Lord, for your, for your word today, for, for all who have heard this message, Father God, that your word will go with us in 2021, that, you, that we will hold your hand and that you will hold our hands in times of trouble. Father God, that you will never leave us nor forsake us, Father God. And thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for the blood of your son, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you give us uh, rivers in the desert to drink, Father God. Rivers, Lord, of your will, Father God. And we drink of it freely and that we shall be satisfied, Lord. And it will, shall transform us, O oh God. So we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you. It was a Did long video. It's just it just goes by fast. Amen. Amen. Have a great day, guys. Love you. Be blessed. Dana, get my number from Joe, okay? Okay, I will. Okay. Yeah. Bye, guys. Joe, you can get my number to me at Love you all. The spirit of the living God will find you, with you, in you, through you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Awesome. Love you, Twee. Love you too, Joe. Thank you.